everyone, and welcome to the Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson, and today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics when it comes to podcasting editing. Should you do it yourself? Should you hire an editor or producer? What's the difference between an editor and producer? I'm going to be answering all of your questions about that, as well as some advantages to outsourcing audio editing, tips on how to edit yourself. So let's just get right into it. One of the questions that I get a lot on discovery calls with, especially with podcast launch clients, is about editing. Should they do it themselves? Should they hire someone to do it? What's the advantages? What's the disadvantages? All of those important things that you need to know. And quite honestly, a lot of it depends on your time, your budget, the goals that you have for your show, lots of those kinds of things. So a lot of people go, well, what's the difference between an editor? What's the difference between a producer? And I find that it kind of depends on who you ask within the industry. So here's my take on it. When you're talking about editing, you're taking out the ums, the ahs, um, the breath sounds, and then for my clients, making any edits that they request. As a producer, it's the it's the whole show. So it could be pre-production, post-production, making editorial choices. Now, one of the things that I always tell clients is... If you want to edit yourself, that's fine. There's some things you need to know about doing that. And if you want to hire someone, that's fine too. But no matter what you do, you really need to learn how editing is done. Because quite honestly, it's going to make, it's going to prevent those emergencies where something gets left in there and the editor is not available and it needs to come out and you really don't want to let people listen to that. If that was the case and you knew how to do it, you could still go in and do it really quick if a situation were to come up like that. The other thing is, I find by editing yourself, you become a better speaker and interviewer. You're listening, really critiquing the audio itself, and you go, oh, I really need to stop saying, well, that's awesome. You may want to say something else, especially if you find that you're saying something in response all the time you're saying the same thing or your segues are just not very good with the interview. By doing your own editing, you're going to realize those things. So you're going to have your notes and you just naturally become better at doing it yourself. So that's the DIY version of it. Now, if you're on the fence and you're thinking, I may want to outsource this, what are the advantages of doing that? Well, number one, Time and money. I guess that's number one and number two. (laughs) Because time is money, right? Depending on the length of the audio and how detailed it is and what the audio quality is and all of those considerations, you could end up spending hours editing one episode. Now let's think about the ROI on this. So if you find that your time could be better spent doing something else, like coaching calls with clients, creating a new course, doing shipping, whatever that task may be, you may find that outsourcing, although it means paying someone else to do that audio editing for you, may in fact help you, number one, get out of your own way 
And then number two, you can focus on the things that actually brings in revenue for your business and or podcast. So sometimes the ROI is if it, let's just say it takes you four hours, but it only takes me an hour and a half to do, then you can spend that four hours that you were spent editing your podcast doing several different things. The other thing is they're going to be able to listen to your audio objectively and be able to cut where appropriate. Because a lot of times when we do our own projects, we're much less likely to cut something out. And an audio editor in that regard or producer is very much like a book editor. So you write a book, you turn in your your book to your editor. Your editor starts cutting things and suggestions of how you can make that chapter better or this needs to be different or you need to expand this idea or whatever the case may be. Same thing for audio editors and producers. They're going to make it not only sound better, but they're going to make a better show. They're going to be looking at the storytelling. What is the narrative of the episode? Now, one of the questions that I get a lot. Okay, so let's kind of talk about the editing process. Now, for me, whether I'm doing it for a client or I'm doing it for myself, for my own podcast here, I generally do it in three stages. So first, I listen to the whole thing and I take notes on it. You know, is there a particular section that that doesn't make any sense? So let's take that out. Is there background noises that I need to try and take out? Is there leveling that needs to be done? Take notes on all the things because that's going to make the editing much, much quicker. So the second phase is the actual editing phase where I'm editing for content. I'm editing for storytelling, for all those little mistakes, the breath sounds, the crutch words. Speaking of crutch words, like the ums and the ahs and the you know and all of those words that we use while our brain is trying to think of what's next. When you're editing, don't think that you have to take out each and every um and ah and you know and all those words because that's not how people naturally speak. If you and I were having a conversation, there may be an um and an ah and a several other crutch words in the natural speech pattern that I have. That's how people talk. So don't over edit and make yourself sound like you are a robot. <laughs> Please don't do that. Because most people just don't like it. And especially if you're editing someone. So let's say you have a guest on your show and their natural way of speaking is um. You're not going to want to leave everyone in there. But keep their natural speech pattern as much as possible. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. Here's some tips, y'all. If you're going to be editing it yourself, like I said, listen to your interview once before you start the editing process. Because if you start slicing out chunks of conversations before remembering the rest of the podcast, you could remove something that is referenced later on. And that just creates a lot more work and potential for other errors to happen. When you're listening... Take notes of the things that you need to edit and use the timestamps. So as you're listening, take notes of everything that, of all the edits that you want to make and include the timestamp of where this edit is and where it takes place in your recording. When you are editing, if you edit out like whether it's short pauses in the conversation or even if you're taking out bigger sections of dialogue, don't smush the rest of the conversation together yet. 
You want to leave the blank space in there because otherwise none of your timestamps are going to make sense. Now, pro tip here, when I have edits, whether it's the ones I determined that I'm cutting out of an audio or it's the client has said, hey, these are the things I want you to edit out, I will actually work in reverse order. So I'll go to the very last edit and take those things out. Then I'll re-listen to the whole thing and then edit out for the more technical stuff of background noise, ums, ahs, those. Whatever you do, listen and edit at the regular speed. I know that it could be very tempting to listen to your podcast at a quicker speed to get through the edit faster, but please don't do this. You're going to miss pauses or lulls in the conversation and you don't get a real feel for the overall pacing the narrative the storytelling all all of those things that are so so important that goes into making a really good episode now one of the questions that i get a lot of times is what if the guest is louder or quieter than the host well depending on how much quieter the recording is it this is something that you may want to fix during the recording process because it's always easier to fix in the beginning and start with a really good recording level than to try and fix it in post production but it can be done so one of the things if you if you try and fix it because if their level is too low you can increase the volume in the editing process, but that's going to result in a lot of background hiss, which is really difficult to remove. You can manage this in post-production by increasing the gain of the lower level speaker before you begin editing. And you can do this by using normalizing function. It's a function in all editing software. Or you can add some compression with makeup gain to increase the loudness. But it's all, like I said, it's always better to have a really good recording level in the first place. You're noticing that the level is off. You can always run it through an app called Authonic, A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C. I will put that link in the show notes that you can run it through there. It'll level out and do a lot of post-production mixing and mastering for you. So if you're doing it yourself, you're definitely going to want to check that out. And I think they give you two hours of audio for free. So that's pretty good. I think to get more, it's like, I don't know, $11 a month or something like that. Now, one of the things I've noticed a lot, a lot more podcasters are starting to utilize sound design and sound effects. So I want you to err on the side of caution with this. Now, having sound effects and utilizing sound design can make a big change to the emotional impact of your podcast. So it could help guide the attention of your listener and keep them engaged over the course of the episode. But like I said, I want you to be careful because it's a fine line, y'all, between creative genius and just plain cheesy and too much sound design and your narrative's really going to get lost in the soundscape of, of it all. So like I always say, if in doubt, leave it out. But when you use it correctly, it could really turn your podcast into an amazing one. I'm going to be doing an episode all about sound design for your podcast and royalty-free music and all of those awesome things when it comes to sound on a future episode. So keep an eye out for that. And then my final tip is to always give your podcast one last listen. Even if you're having someone do it for you, granted, they should be double-checking before they submit anything to you, but things happen. You always want to listen to it one time before it goes live. 
Make sure that all the cuts are out that need to be out. There aren't any editing or mixing issues happening. So is it engaging? Is it interesting to listen to from start to finish? Give it one last critical listen and then, of course, upload it. Now, that's about all the time that we have for the show. I hope this episode helped, whether if you're on the fence about doing the editing yourself, possibly hiring someone to do it. The bottom line is either route could be a good choice for you, depending on what your skills, your goals, and your budget and your ROI. If you have any other questions, please feel free to contact me at support at com. I love getting your emails and questions about podcasting. You can also find me on Instagram at Tammy underscore Munson and send me a DM if you have any particular questions there. A couple of quick things. We're going to be moving the show episode dates to Mondays. So instead of Fridays, we're going to Mondays. So my next show will air Monday, May 17th. And that episode I'm really excited about because we're going to be talking about the importance of show notes, especially having them on your website. So I'm going to be taking a deep dive on why you should have them. How can you utilize them best? How does having show notes help the special needs community? And then 10 best practices for utilizing show notes for your podcast. I am so happy to be on this journey with you to help you make your podcast the best possible podcast out there to spread God's word and create some amazing content. I hope everyone has a wonderful day and I'll see you on Monday, May 17th. Bye y'all.